0: How are you? Like, how are you really? And when was the last time you got to answer that question honestly? Therapy lets you feel all your feelings in a safe and supportive space, so you don't have to pretend anymore. Visit betterhelp.com super to give it a try. What if the Weasleys never won the lottery? Hey, brother. Now, it's not often that just sheer dumb luck plays a vital role in the overall story of Harry Potter. According to McGonagall, that's how they beat the mountain troll. For she- dumb luck. But personally, I'm giving Ron credit here. I mean, he rose to the occasion. I do suppose there is that one chapter though where Harry drinks literal lucky potion and discovers the precise number of Voldemort's Horcruxes, so, hmm. But even then he still had to earn the potion to begin with, but I guess even then it was sort of a coin flip as to who Slughorn handed that copy of advanced potion making to, so. But, but even then, it is still magically induced luck and still not even the luckiest thing that happens to Harry in the series, if you can believe it. In fact, the luckiest thing that ever happens for Harry doesn't even happen to Harry, but instead to Mr. Weasley and the rest of the Weasley family. It happens just before Harry's third year when the Weasleys win the Daily Prophet annual grand prize galleon draw, which I wonder how you even entered that. Like, do you have to specifically sign up or do you think it's just, if you are a subscriber of the Daily Prophet at all you're in because if i recall mr weasley does not super approve of gambling boys i don't want you betting that's all of your savings your mother i guess annual does imply once per year though and he does end up winning so it does pay off so who am I to judge? But my goodness, you guys, for a bit of off-page luck that doesn't even happen to Harry, this lottery win has massive implications for the overall story. It is because of this random influx of galleons that the Weasleys are able to take a month-long trip to Egypt where they are featured in a photograph where Sirius Black sees on Ron's shoulder, Peter Pettigrew disguised as Scabbers, which prompts him to break out. So if the Weasleys don't win the lottery this year, year does Sirius just never escape huh, I wonder if that's gonna affect the plot at all well today we get to the bottom of it and find out what if the Weasleys never won the lottery? Guys, before we begin today, I wanna make a big announcement that Ben and I are launching a brand new podcast this coming October 1st called Through the Gryffindor. It is going to be a chapter by chapter read through of the entire Harry Potter series, starting with the boy who lived, going all the way to the flaw in the plan. You can go ahead and find episode zero right now on whatever uh, player you listen to podcasts on. If you wanna give that a quick listen and a nice little five-star review, that would be greatly appreciated. Otherwise, the first First three chapters are all going to drop on October 1st. So go ahead, hit that follow button, hit subscribe so you don't miss it. I'm so looking forward to it. This is gonna be so much fun. Enjoy. All right, I gotta tell you guys that for such a small thing that happens off page, this was a real humdinger of a question. I mean, we just kept realizing more and more implications. I mean, as it turns out, Sirius Black escaping Azkaban, pretty big deal. Who knew? So just as a quick refresher, yes, the Weasleys win the Daily Prophet lottery, the 700 galleon prize, which they use immediately to take a month-long vacation to Egypt to visit their eldest son, Bill. And because it was the Daily Prophet draw, the Daily Prophet does a story on them, including a picture of the family to showcase how they're spending the money. And can I just say that I love how the perpetually poor Weasleys do not sit on the money at all. They immediately decide to spend it on a trip to visit their eldest child, while also providing the rest of their children with memories and experiences they can cherish for the rest of their life? Family first, am I right? But the family photo features Scabbers the Rat on Ron's shoulder, which like, Ron, I don't know about you, but I just wouldn't have taken my rat on vacation. Eventually, Sirius sees the photo, recognizes that it's Peter, and that's what motivates him to break out of Azkaban, thus starting one of the largest manhunts in the history of the Wizarding World for Sirius. But if Sirius never sees that photo, then he's never motivated to break out. So when Harry flees the Dursleys after he breaks out on Marge, he never runs into Sirius, which means he never trips and accidentally summons the night bus to himself, which delivers him to the leaky cauldron where he is forgiven for his crime of blowing up his aunt by Cornelius Fudge himself. Harry, the ministry doesn't send people to Azkaban for blowing up their aunt. Interestingly though, even if Sirius hadn't shown up, Harry's next move was going to be to fly to Diagon Alley anyway. He looked down at his wand, which he was still clutching in his hand. If he was already expelled, a bit more magic couldn't hurt. He had the invisibility cloak he had inherited from his father. What if he bewitched the trunk to make it feather light, tied it to his broomstick, covered himself in the cloak and flew to London? I mean, that's the adventure I wanna hear about. But I guess even after he got there, he probably would have been intercepted by the ministry anyway. I mean, Harry's plan is to go to Gringotts to get some more of his gold. And at that point, he'd have to take the cloak off, meaning he would reveal himself. And usually Harry is forgiven for his use of underage magic, because at that point, everyone's so afraid that Sirius Black is out there specifically looking for Harry that they're just glad he's safe. But so I guess if Sirius isn't on the run and Harry does this underage magic, then he's not forgiven, right? So then he would just be expelled? Justice. Yes, that would be the usual consequence because this would have been the second year in a row that Harry had performed underage magic, but I don't think that would end up happening. I mean, obviously, Dumbledore doesn't want that to happen. And besides that, there's a really easy out. Dobby. Dobby would still have just been freed by Harry a couple of weeks ago and could easily be summoned and admit to being the true culprit of the hover charm from the year before, thus absolving Harry of that particular crime. All right, guys, now we need a quick moment to thank today's sponsor, MeUndies. We all have something we like to wear when we wanna feel confident, comfortable, or attractive, right? Well, let me tell you, MeUndies opens up an entire new world where every single pair they sell lets you fill that exact need. Seriously, no matter what you need, is almost guaranteed to have something that will match the occasion or mood. I can personally tell you that I have been subscribed to their products since way before they were sponsoring the channel. They're just so comfortable. I've like outfitted my entire underwear drawer with them at this point. There's like just seriously nothing else compares. Not to mention the incredible number of prints they always have available. Like I can always choose from whatever fandom I'm feeling that day, like whether it's more of a Harry Potter day or a Star Wars day. I'm covered, but as fun as the patterns are, they're nothing compared to the comfort. The comfort is the guarantee. No matter what your body needs, they have the stretchiest, softest, most breathable fabric that'll make your body feel great. And if that sounds good to you, great news. We have a great deal for you. You can get 25% off your first order plus free standard shipping when you head over to MeUndies.com theories. And if somehow you're not satisfied with them, MeUndies promises it's on them. So one more time, you get 25% off your first order plus free standard shipping. Head over to MeUndies.com theories link in the description down below. So yay, Harry is not expelled, but Sirius is still in prison, which probably sounds like good news for Peter. But once Hermione gets Crookshanks, Crookshanks is still gonna be immediately suspicious of him, right? But actually, no, even that's not a concern because if Sirius doesn't break out of prison, then Scabbers doesn't start looking sick because normally he's sick because Peter is worried that Sirius is out to kill him, which he is. But either way, if Scabbers isn't looking sick because Peter isn't worried about being Murdered, then they never have to go to the Magical Menagerie for Ron to get rat tonic for scabbers, meaning Hermione would never encounter Crookshanks at all. And then fast forwarding a little, if Sirius is still in prison, then there's no Dementors guarding Hogwarts. And if there's no Dementors, then Harry never gets attacked on the train, meaning that he never goes to Lupin seeking Patronus lessons. And I gotta tell you, Harry not knowing how to do the Patronus charm really does sound like a problem. But wait, 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 I actually might be getting a little ahead of myself here because back on, Privet drive, Harry's initial plan to fly to Diagon Alley was only because Hermione and Ron were both abroad at the time. But if the Weasleys don't win the lottery, then they won't be abroad. So I guess in that case, Harry just goes to the borough, right? Would that change anything? Well, I don't think so. I mean, the ministry would still find him. He'd still be accused of underage magic. Dobby would still absolve him. There'd still be no Crookshanks, no Patronus. Yeah, we're still on track. Except wait, if the Weasleys don't win the lottery and they don't go abroad, is there any world in which they don't just invite Harry over to spend the rest of the summer with them anyway? Harry. How wonderful to see you, dear. I mean, I don't think so. Harry ends Chamber of Secrets by giving Ron and Hermione the Dursleys' phone number and specifically telling them that he can't stand another two months with Dudley. Call me at the Dursleys, okay? I can't stand another two months with only Dudley to talk to. Not to mention, Harry did just save Ginny from Voldemort and the Basilisk, and the Weasleys know how bad the Dursleys are anyway. And even in the main story, yes, Ron does try to call him. So for sure, I think Harry would have been invited to stay at the Weasleys for most of the summer. And I have to imagine the Dursleys let him go. I mean, it's the same dilemma that Uncle Vernon usually faces the following year anyway, where he wants Harry out of the house, but he doesn't want him to have fun, but ultimately decides not having him there is the better option. And given that we know Marge is about to visit, he would for sure want Harry out of the house. And this is great because of Harry's act the Weasleys, and he never blows up on Marge at all, meaning he would get to go to Hogsmeade, which would mean though that Fred and George never give him the Marauder's map. Huh. Okay, so now we have Harry at Hogwarts with no map, no Crookshanks, no Patronus, and I guess if Sirius doesn't get broken out, then he doesn't have the firebolt either, but also Sirius is the reason that the Nimbus breaks, so he still has the Nimbus. That sounds like a lot of bad things for Harry, but at the same time, if Peter isn't afraid of Sirius killing him, then maybe he just never returns to Voldemort anyway, right? So, So maybe it's all worth it? Gosh, the more we talk about it, maybe the Weasleys winning the lottery is actually the worst thing that ever happened for Harry. Except, Trelawney's still gonna make the prediction about Voldemort's servant returning to him that night. And even if she's not talking about Peter, there is another one who could still do it because at that point, Barty Crouch Jr. is also already out of Azkaban. So Barty Crouch Jr. just breaks free a year early and helps Voldemort return. And this time, Harry is down the map and the Patronus and the Firebolt. Not gonna lie, feels bad. <laughs> Although, Ron's first letter to Harry that summer arrives on Harry's birthday. And if we assume the timing is the same, and this is the letter that invites Harry to come to the Weasleys for the rest of the summer, which would be a great birthday gift, by the way, then it's also the same day that Harry gets the permission slip to go to Hogsmeade, and it's the same day Aunt Marge's visit is going to And let's face it, there's just no way the Dursleys are going to allow the Weasleys to come visit and pick Harry up while Aunt Marge is there. So probably Harry and Uncle Vernon strike a very similar deal as usual, where Vernon agrees that he can go to his friend's house and he'll sign the permission slip if he behaves himself while Marge is here. I will if she does. Bearing in mind that Vernon does not allow Hedwig to be in the house at all while Marge is there, so Harry won't be able to write to Ron to tell him of the new situation. But fortunately for us, we know how Ron and the Weasleys respond to not getting an answer from Harry and how many hoots they give about the Dursleys' permission anyway. We're coming for you whether the Muggles like it or not, and you can't miss the World Cup, only mom and dad reckon it's better if we pretend to ask their permission first. So regardless of what kind of behavior Harry exhibits while Aunt Marge is there. I have to imagine at some point, the Weasleys just show up completely unannounced and some sort of hilarious Fred and George and Aunt Marge hijinks ensue. But Harry ultimately escapes with the Weasleys, but is down the permission slip. In which case, Fred and George would still give him the map, maybe even sooner this year, since it's like a thousand percent their fault he's not getting to go. And in that case, I just have to assume that at some point, Harry is going to realize that Peter Pettigrew is sharing a bed with Ron on Weasley. Unless of course you subscribe to the theory that only Marauders can see other Marauders on the map. The map was lying then. Never but I would argue that Harry is blood of one of the Marauders anyway, so I think either way he'd be able to see Peter, but this would also explain why Fred and George never did. But I'm sure this would cause a lot of questions for Harry and the obvious person to take those questions to would be his brand new favorite Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, Remus John Lupin, RJ Lupowitz as I like to call him, RJ Loopsters, Mooney, Moon Man, Moon Dog, Moon Rathorns, Remus Lupin, the Moon Pie Maniac. And the moment Lupin sees Peter on the map, he is gonna know all all the way what the fudge has been up. And he can use that information to hopefully then exonerate Sirius. In doing so though, I think Peter catches wind of it and still manages to escape to go help Voldemort return. But at the very least, Sirius is out of Azkaban and exonerated this time. Or maybe Peter catches wind of it too soon and he's able to escape before they can exonerate Sirius. In which case like Dumbledore and Lupin just go break Sirius out of Azkaban. That'd be a pretty cool story too. But so if all that's the case, then the big difference here is still that Harry didn't need to learn the Petrotus Charm Arm from Lupin, which isn't a huge deal in year three because he won't be needing to use it to save Sirius, but it is sort of his signature spell and you do feel like he's gonna need it eventually. Although, I suppose you could argue that the Boggart still would have turned into a Dementor for Harry, even though he had not experienced them before. I'm not exactly sure how that would work. Like, I'm sure if you'd never like, heard of a snake or seen a snake. There's no way the bogart could become a snake for you or something like it couldn't be your greatest fear. But I feel like a Dementor would be a little bit different because after Lupin realizes that Harry's greatest fear would be a Dementor, he says. That suggests that what you fear the most is fear itself. This is very wise. So to that end, maybe it doesn't matter. The bogart isn't manifesting a Dementor because that's what Harry's afraid of. It's manifesting fear, which will always take the form of a Dementor. If that makes sense. It's possible we've gotten lost in some metaphysical weeds here, but the point is if the Weasleys never won the lottery, then I think Sirius at the very least is exonerated and gets out of Azkaban, but Peter still escapes. Oh, and maybe Ron doesn't get a new wand. He does mention in his letter to Harry that part of the winnings are spent on getting him that. So uh, it would seem like a real low blow for Molly and Arthur not to get him a new one after what happened to Lockhart and after how he helped Harry save Ginny. And because like, you know, I'm sure they want. Their son to succeed, but maybe. I guess in the end, maybe luck didn't really play that much of a role at all. Everything that was going to happen was going to happen anyway, and at least this way, the Weasleys got a trip to Egypt out of it. Hooray! Honestly, things happening because they were always going to happen is also just sort of a theme of Prisoner, so. Guys, thanks so much for watching today's video. Don't forget to hit the like button if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Harry Potter action from us. If you wanna see what would have happened if Neville had been the chosen one, you can check out that series right here. Don't forget to go check out Through the Gryffindor, our brand new podcast, link in the description down below. And otherwise, Ben, I will see you in another life, brother.